0: Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Midweek, how we doing, huh? News, information, comment, call a friend. News and stuff after this. do You know how easy it is to go negative on anything, really? I'm telling you, my friend, we need to be more positive about the things of Jesus Christ and let others know where we stand in those areas And how about introducing people to Jesus Christ? You're a wise man or woman if you're doing that. You're regular witnessing. You can easily be negative. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So think on the positive things of Jesus Christ. The ways of the world, oh, they'll depress you every time. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Follow him, and you will not go wrong. To God be the glory. Hey, we've been in touch this week with Matthew Hill, Southwest Radio Church. They're down in Dallas, Texas. The whole team, I said, what y'all doing down there? We're promoting Invisible War of the Saints, of course. I love it. Our new book, you got it yet, my friend? Invisiblewarofthesaints.com. That's where you can go today and order your copy. God is using it. Sales are brisk, and we are excited for the opportunity to help fix some problems in the Christian's life, Invisible War in the Saints. Are you a victor or a victim? Get your copy today. InvisibleWarInTheSaints. dot com. What in the world is going on? On Monday, Chicago, Illinois police discovered the body of a missing landlord stuffed inside a freezer located at a home. A tenant who rented a room in the landlord's house was believed to be connected to the grisly murder. taken into custody. Frances Walker, the landlord, resided in her home for decades and sometimes rented out rooms to other females. A neighbor there said, I know that she's very friendly. She's familiar with everybody else in the neighborhood. Another neighbor named Andy noted that Walker tended to garden in her front yard every morning so it became suspicious when they didn't see her for several days. We assumed she was sick because it's flu season, and then we started to realize she wasn't right. We tried calling her not to be found. Well, they found her in a freezer. Hey, here's a good question. Are we winning? Are we losing against the left-leaning loonies? They say the left is really coming undone. Why is that? Because people like you all across America are standing up to this total insanity. And there's some good stories out there. They say to prove that people are standing up, like what? Well, PayPal. You ever use? We used them in our eBay business in days gone by. PayPal has backed off its plan to fine users $2,500 for promoting misinformation. And because of you, Vanderbilt University Medical Center has paused all gender-affirming surgeries for kids, minors. And because of you, brave enough to stand up, Louisiana has divested $560 million from BlackRock over its blatantly anti-fossil fuel policies. Well, there you go. That's three biggies. And they say it's fantastic news because those people are now scared out of their minds because of you. The thing is coming apart at the seams. You know, everything they talk about, we talk about all the time here on Hello World, but everything they talk about is just nuts, Looneyville. it's just cr- no common sense in any. My uh, six-year-old grandson has more sense than these people. No common sense. You know it, I know it, everyone knows it. And you know what? Truth always wins. Somebody, though, has to stand up and speak the truth. More from Moronville, the parents of an 11-year-old Colorado girl have solicited the help of Alliance Defending Freedom. Pray for those people, too. An organization dedicated to protecting religious and free speech in America after their daughter was placed in the same room as a boy for an overnight school trip and nearly forced to share the same bed with him. Last year, the 11-year-old daughter of Joe and Serena Wales was one of many students who participated in a trip to Philadelphia and Washington, D.C., sponsored by the Jefferson County Public Schools, a district just west of Denver. The whales were under the impression that during the overnight portions of the trip, students would be segregated by sex and would be prohibited from even visiting the rooms of the opposite sex without permission. Boy, were they wrong. Girls on one floor, boys on another, they're not going to see each other's rooms unless it's pre-approved. That's what the, the mom believed. Oh no, this is you know what? What we have here is the new America, a flood of evil. Shereb, eleven years old. I'm telling you, they're all nuts. Well, I was thinking about basketball in 1954 in the state of Indiana, in a little tiny school named Milan Center won the state championship over all the big boys in this state. Sports, just playing the game. But over the past few months, college sports have seen conferences shift, rules changed. Uh, you have a football team, 13-0, Florida State, left out of the playoffs. What in the world is going on? Now, the NCAA president, Charlie Baker, proposed a plan to create a new tier Within Division I college athletics, the groundbreaking proposal gives participating schools autonomy over name, image, and likeness, called the NIL name, image, likeness. Uh, their decisions there and initiates a long overdue conversation about the existing framework for compensating a student athlete. And that's something. Schools would be required to invest $30,000 a year per athlete. The, the Big Ten, the Big 12, the SEC, the ACC, the big boys playing this game. And what is this all about? Some observers still say the proposal doesn't address the core issue, that these students are going to have to be called employees. Boy, these universities, colleges make millions off of the sports programs and the students get a pat on the back. I don't know. This whole thing's confusing. You know, the NCAA is already going through it. It's embroiled in, a well, multiple legal disputes, including an antitrust lawsuit that could require them to pay billions of dollars in damages to student-athletes. There's also talk within the industry of a looming great split in which the Power Five conferences, soon to be the Power Four, uh, would secede from the NCAA to form their own organization and Oh, yeah, it's all a a mess. Bring back the good old days. Well, he used to be big-time, well-known, Norman Lear, the television writer and producer who introduced political and social commentary into situation comedies like All in the Family, oh, yeah, and other shows, proving that it was possible to be topical, as well as funny while attracting millions of television viewers. He died yesterday at his home in Los Angeles. He was... 101 years old. In business news, go to the grocery store there in the pork department anyway. Lots of Smithfield, uh, Smithfield Foods said on Tuesday it's going to end its contract with 26 hog farms in this country. And in the state of Utah, that's the latest contraction by the world's largest pork processor in the face of an industry glut, I guess. Pork producers have been losing money as pig prices and consumer demand for pork has struggled at a time of high costs for labor and other expenses. Smithfield, owned by Hong Kong's WH Group, said it will terminate employees who support its dealings with farms that raise hogs under production contracts. Smithfield, cutting back. Here's something as we live in today's world, some millennial parents say they feel abandoned by their baby boomer moms and dads who've chosen to travel in their retirement. Imagine that, rather than stay home and help raise these grandkids. I wonder what that's like. Growing up, Christina Hilberg remembers being regularly babysat by her grandma when her parents traveled, but she often has to schedule visits with her parents or in-laws months ahead of time, she said. The L.A.-based psychologist and millennial mother Leslie Dobson explained many of her millennial clients develop resentment toward mom and dad because they feel like their parents have chosen their life over meeting with their grandchildren and building their relationships. What do you think about that? There's almost like a three-fourth life crisis getting in there, she said, boomers. And they're really looking at this and saying, Oh, my, my life's almost over. When's my last day? And how am I going to live my best life now? Uh, You might want to check with that guy in Texas on that Anyway, Dobson said she and her sisters were initially put off by their 71-year-old dad's decision to move to a luxury resort in Mexico. While they've come around to understand the decision, Dobson said they had hoped their father would be more available to help raise their kids. Well, Sharon and I have been working with five of them here for a year and a half. Our life's been on hold, and uh, it's been pretty exciting. What would God have for you to do, my Christian friend? What else is happening? CVS is overhauling how it prices prescription drugs. In an announcement, the company promised that its new model would be more transparent than the current setup which prices drugs based on complex reimbursement formulas that can make the cost of prescriptions confusing for you, the consumer. A new model coming up. U.S. job openings hit a two-year loan and another sign of a cooling labor market. Available positions in the United States dropped to $8.7 million in October. That's the lowest since 2021 and well below estimates for the month. The U.S. going to deny visas to violent Israeli settlers. The Biden administration on Tuesday said that it would impose travel bans on Israeli settlers and Palestinians who have committed violence in the West Bank. How many of these have there been Godzilla movies? The latest awakening of the King of Monsters hit U.S. theaters this past weekend called Godzilla Minus One. It's a Japanese movie, being hailed as one of the best Godzilla movies ever made, really. Meanwhile, on Sunday, Warner Brothers released the trailer for Godzilla vs. King Kong. Here we go again. What is the deal? Why do people like these movies about monsters? How about this one? Tired of the kids, huh? The a financial commitment. They say it explains why American couples are going child-free now. Opting for the double income and no kids lifestyle and evangelizing that thing all over TikTok. Of course they are. U.S. birth rates took a steep dip during the Great Recession and have fallen since. In a Pew survey from uh, October 2021, 44% of non-parents ages 18 to 49 said they were unlikely to ever have kids compared to 37% in 2018. Child-free couples living together earn an average of $138,000 a year, which is $9,000 more than couples with kids. Money, kids, what are we going to do here? What else is happening? Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama finally gave up his months-long obstruction of hundreds of U.S. military appointments. They all went through Panera Bread and their caffeinated Charged Lemonade has been blamed for a second death of her man in Florida, drank three of them, suffered a fatal heart attack. A group of activists, nuns sued gunmaker Smith & Wessons to get the company to change how it makes and markets the AR-15. I don't know. This stuff is bizarre. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. We'll call this a Greg Pat Ministries Heads Up Report for the Tennessee, Virginia area. We're gonna be taking off there in February. I guess we're gonna be in Tampa and Chattanooga and uh, in Virginia and uh, Bluff City and uh, several days. Don't wanna sit around. How about having Greg Pat Ministries Traveling Salvation Show come to your church for a day or two? Get in touch with us. That's in... Uh, February and March, we've got the share we've got uh, Southwest Radio Church meetings, we've got all kinds of things going on. Greg Patton Ministries. And by the way, a big thank you to you for your prayer support, for your financial support, for just being here every day, listening to Hello World. It's great. God is just blessing in an unusual way, and I think he's gonna keep it up for however long he... Let's stay on this old earth. Thank you again. So we're getting a little closer to Christmas, and the question might be, who is the Christ of Christmas really? I think if we truly understood what happened the night Jesus Christ was born, we would not drift in our devotion to him, you think? We would never want to be anything less than what he called us to be, but neither would we seek more than he planned and that notion of having the most of anything would just seem foreign to us. I mean, the thought of fame and fortune would be pale when compared to the idea of living in the light of God's holy love forever and ever. We would worship the Savior not just with some hastily prayed words, but with our entire lives, and that's something to think about this Christmas. The truth is, our world walks in a pace quite different from the one described in the Eighty-four Psalm. There the psalmist can think only of being hidden away in a shelter of God's presence. He is focused on the Most High God and living in a state of worship. Listen as he describes his passion for his Creator. My soul longed and even yearned for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. A day in your courts is better than a thousand outside. I would rather stand at the threshold of the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is sun and shield. The Lord gives grace and glory. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, how blessed is the man who truly trusts in you. Psalm 84, 2, 10, 11, and 12. Our culture today teaches that humanity is a sign of weakness, and aggressiveness gains the big prize. So we push to achieve more and more than God intended, and we wonder why our lives feel so drained and out of control today. We've lost sight of the manger. We've overlooked the message of God's holy word, which He gave us through the life of His Son, and in doing so, we've missed the glory of His presence in our lives you watch the news, you can easily understand why people believe that our world is totally out of control. It's easy to forget the moment that we began to play by the rules of the world today and society in general, which is out of step with Almighty God, then we feel the effect, don't we? Thoughts of chaos start to hamper our devotion to the Lord as what is our ability to think straight. Conflict builds within our hearts, blinding us to God's unconditional love and care. Confusion blocks our desire to have a deeper relationship with the one person who can fill our hearts with eternal peace, the peace that was born that first Christmas night. Uncertainty about the future prevents us from, well, doing the very thing that God longs for us to do, namely, to abide in His love, to rest in His comfort, and to seek Him above all else. Many people fail to understand what God gave us through the life of His Son and As a result, they suffer deeply. Insecurity characterizes their life. Anxiety and doubts fill their minds because they've not come to a point where they trust the Savior with every area of their life. Have you arrived there? We don't have to live another minute with these feelings. No, we don't. God made us in a way for us to know and experience His grace and His mercy through receiving His Son by faith. It was not just another baby. Born that night in Bethlehem, it was the Son of Almighty God Emmanuel who came to earth to be with us and I am convinced that if we truly understand what God did for us through the birth of his Son, we would fall down right now before him in worship and adoration. We would be overcome by the realization that the God of this universe loves us so much, he loves you so much, but He sent his Son to earth to live and ultimately die for you. When Christ was born, the heavens exploded with praise and worship and song. Glory to God in the highest, sang the angels, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. Luke 2.14 The shepherds, amazed by what they saw, responded by praising the Lord and rushing to the very place of his birth. Can you imagine? The most holy of birth announcements was not sent to people of high-ranking position in the world, Rulers did not have the opportunity to line up to see Jesus. Men of great wealth never heard of angels' songs. Instead, God chose to send His first message of salvation to those who would accept it, the very ones He also knew would go straight to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known unto us. Luke 2.15 These men were social outcasts, yet the Lord saw their hearts The religious leaders of their day perceived them to be unclean and unworthy of even crossing through the temple doorway. But this is not how God viewed them. He came to them just as He comes to you right now. From the moment He stepped into the realm of humanity, Jesus Christ began reaching out to those who felt they had no place of real importance in this old world. This is great. The Apostle Paul summarized Christ's birth with these words, when the fullness of time came God sent forth his son born of a woman born under the law so that he might redeem those who were under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons because you are sons God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts crying abba father therefore you're no longer a slave but a son and if a son then an heir through God galatians 4 4 through 7 At just the right time, God reconciled the world to himself. What sin had separated and ruined, he restored. What loneliness and sorrow had done damage, he mended it. And what Satan had tried to establish through death, Jesus Christ defeated. Many times when people think of the manger scene, they imagine a tiny baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a soft bed of hay. But the birth of Jesus is much more significant than this. Jesus came so that you and I could personally know the Father, John fourteen ten and 11, and His presence on this earth filled the divine promise made in the Garden of Eden in Genesis three fifteen. God would indeed redeem mankind through His Son. The birth of Jesus is one of the most significant events in human history. It's matched only by the crucifixion and the resurrection, which can be regarded as forming a bookend to the work God began that night His Son was born. Up until this point, men longed to gain God's forgiveness, but could not achieve His approval by keeping the law. And suddenly, with the announcement of the Savior's birth, they were no longer bound by the do's and don'ts of a religious system based on works. Instead, it was now possible to have a relationship with the Most High God, a relationship based on His grace and mercy and unconditional love. Christ not only changed the method by which men and women came to know God, He also abolished the need for any physical sacrifice. His death on the cross was the perfect atonement for every wrong we would ever commit. Sin's penalty was fully paid through Jesus Christ, and what's more, His resurrection proof of His absolute power over all things. Sin could not bind Him. The grave could not hold Him. Consider it, my friend, Jesus Christ is your eternal security. No level of achievement can bring the sense of peace that He offers you today, and no one ever could cause you to feel more secure, at rest, or totally accepted than Jesus. Whatever life may bring your way today, this week, this coming year, God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your future, according to Proverbs twenty-four fourteen. Whether you are 8 or 88... Tell Jesus, Lord, I need you. I can't do it without you. This Christmas season, please open my eyes to my heart so that I can see and experience the glory of your birth. You know, the moment you confess your need to Him, something's going to happen inside of you. The Lord will begin to make His presence known. Instead of feeling threatened and anxious about life, you're going to relax, knowing that the same God who holds your life in His righteous right hand never sleeps nor slumbers psalm 121 4 it is jesus not just a babe born in bethlehem and not just the subject of hymns and carols but the son of almighty god the gift of eternal life and someone who is worthy of all of your worship and all of your praise why not make this christmas season something really special and the little boy ended his prayer, the Lord's Prayer, by saying, and deliver us from people. <laughs> oh, I've had that thought more than... Oh, never mind. you you're listening to Hello World, news, information, comment every day at this time, tell a friend, join me on Facebook, Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-N. I've had to say for another day, and that's the way it is Wednesday, December the 6th, 2023. I am Greg Patton. God bless. Have a great day.